What's up, people? Hello. Welcome back to Snackcast. Yeah, man. So, we're on the book, The Lies My Doctor Told Me by Dr. Ken Berry. Yeah. This is episode whatever. I've lost count. Um, probably not the most interesting chapter, but... He debunks this one pretty hard, though. He does. He um, at it. And anybody that's known anybody... Because this is a fairly common condition, right? Right. Does he talk about... I forget. Does he talk about why... We haven't talked about what it is yet. Diverticulitis. So diverticulitis, the lie. The lie. The lie. Popcorn, nuts, and seeds either cause... Or they get into these Diverticulitis. Pouches, right. Or make it flare up. So diverticulitis is in the intestinal walls, yep. right? And they get little holes or little, little pouches little pouches and on the exterior and what everyone claims is they get little seeds or popcorn or any of that type of stuff get in there and flare it all up food product you're miserable right i've never had it i heard it's pretty miserable oh it can like yeah get infected you know blah 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 but this is another one of those common sense errors right okay. Seeds are tiny. Nuts, when you chew them up, are tiny. Popcorn has little pieces that get tiny. So it has to get in those pouches and cause a problem, right? I mean, that's common sense. Yeah, other food wouldn't do the same. Bingo. So that's that's kind of the whole point, right, is it's another one of those common sense errors that we've been told forever and, um, you know, I think we all kind of believe it at some level. If you've ever, you know, read about diverticulitis, I have um, a family member that has it. And I, I yeah, got to share this with I them. I think one of my family members had it as well. Right. And they swore off. Right. Oh, I can't eat popcorn. Right. I'd love to have buttery popcorn. Right. So what do we know? So the Journal of American... J JAMA, J A M A, American Medical oh, Association. Association yeah. The Journal of the American Medical Association. So. Bad man, JAMA. In 2008, they set out to study this and see if it's true. And they published an article. We'll read it at the end. It's actually his homework that he gives us. Um, but they published this article. They studied thousands of people in this study. Mm -hmm. According to Dr. Barry, it was a very well done study. Okay. What did they find? What did they find? The people that ate the most, mainly nuts and seeds and a little popcorn, had the least number of diverticulitis flare-ups and problems. That can't be possible, Bob. <laughs> it's um, I, We're going to link to it so everybody okay. can, can go read for themselves. But yeah, the people that ate the most were least likely to get it or have a, a flare-up. So did he get into, you know, okay... If, if it's not caused by, you know, again, I, I go back to the body does amazing things. They've, people have been eating nuts for thousands of years, right? Right. Seeds, nuts, you know, the body breaks down, the stomach acid breaks food down, it turns it into soluble everything, right? Goes through the intestines and it goes out, right? So, if it's not nuts and seeds, what causes diverticulitis? Right. Right. Well, the, the article, he actually tells a story about a patient of his that he referred to uh, a gastroenterologist because of it. And um, 
the guy comes back and says, hey, I've been told not to eat these things. And he's like, okay, well, check back with me in a few months. Let me know how you're doing. Um, guy comes back a few months later, still having the flare-ups, still having the the pain, whatever goes along with it, I don't know. Um, but he had totally cut that stuff out of his diet. And that that caused Dr. Dr. Barry, he was like, I had to, I had to do homework. I had to look it up. He said, this is 2012. The article he finds was 2008. Um, and basically completely debunks what a specialist told a patient just months prior. Right. So to your point, your question is what does cause it? Some of the things that can cause it smoking for whatever reason, can cause or inflare diverticulitis, um, generally being overweight, okay. obesity, um, inflammatory meta- medicines like uh, ibuprofens. Oh, yeah. Um, naproxen was in the book. What yep. is naproxen? Do you know? Uh, uh, anaprox, naproxen. I think it's like an uh, ibuprofen offshoot. I okay. Believe. Well, th- it was in the book. I, I don't know what it See, is. Uh, your, your ibuprofens, I believe, from what... I remember my spouse telling me, she said that the ibuprofens are broken down in the stomach where your uh, acetaminophens are liver related. So, um, like, if you want to be kind to your liver, it's your ibuprofens, but you're going to pay a price there, right? You want to be kind to your stomach, you take your acetaminophens, but... You pick your poison. Pick quite your quite poison. literally right. pick your poison. I mean, I, nobody likes to sit here and deal with a migraine. You know, I know I don't, but but you got to be, you got, if you're taking these things all the time, you know, you got to dig deeper and go, what's, what's really going on here? Why am I in such pain all right. the time? Well, it, and it turned out his specific client was a smoker who was severely overweight and literally was popping ibuprofen like every day for knee pain back pain da 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 and He's, probably being overweight caused some of the knee pain and some of the back pain bingo you know so yeah uh, again that circle of nastiness right right you can never get out of but so anyways yeah it it's um this is one of those diverticulitis i had heard about it i know people who have it mm. And if you would have asked me prior to reading this book if nut seed popcorn were bad for it, I would go, well, yeah. Obviously, it's. I, I'm almost par- you know partially wondering about your your omniprazoles, your 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 Prilosex, your Nexiums. I, you know, you're interfering with a digestive process as well. I, again, not a doctor, don't claim to be. But anytime I think you're like artificially jumping in on those. Um, you're changing a perfect process for the most part. Right. If you are in good shape and if you are healthy, the body's a wonderful machine. Right. And, you know, that we take things. I, I got to stay off the soapbox because uh, um, Kevin knows that it, in my life um, we're dealing with a, a few things. Nothing big. It's It's nothing but. But it's an education process, and I can get fired up really fast um, for all the different ways that we are taken advantage of, frankly. But again, it, it, <clears throat> when we talk about this quite a bit, it goes, we go from one, one symptom and trying to stop that one symptom from rearing its ugly head because we don't want to deal with the actual problem of the symptom causes us to deal with another one, right? Like the aches and pains come from the obesity or from diet-related issues or whatever else. 
And then I, I'll go to myself, acid reflux, rather than limiting your alcohol intake, rather than limiting your, uh, your sodas intake, rather than limiting your sugar intake. You take an acid reflux medication, which then causes six other issues. The side effects of some sort. Yeah. Right. Fix the problem. Yep. And, and, and don't get me wrong. Some of those things are good for immediate slash emergent. Right, you start getting a raw throat from acid reflux. That's dangerous. Right, you could die. Right, so that's where I think medications and everything come into place. Of like, all right, this is a this is a gift. It's a temporary gift to help me figure out what is actually the undercausing issue. Right, not a long term solution. But medications are never used in a short term environment. And and it it's. I'm going to stay away from it because it is soapbox stuff. So, <laughs> um, so they, they rehired me after firing me <laughs> from forgetting to read the homework yes. last time. So um, I'll make sure I don't forget. So if you want to look up that article by the Journal of American Medical Association, um, it is titled Nuts, Corn, and Popcorn Consumption in the incidence of diverticulitis disease, you can find it at the jamanetwork.com. Jamanetwork.com. It was published in 2008. That is the, the research article that um, he mentions in the book. Um, I have not read the actual article. Of course, I read the book, but I am going to circle back and read the, uh, the article on how do you say is it JAMA or JAMA? Can I say JAMA? Yeah. That's what I said. I'm going to go Bad read it on Jamma. Jamma. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, questions, comments, concerns, hit us at snackcast at yes.fit. Stay moving. See you.